It's Friday, May 14th. You're listening to the Tech Breakfast Podcast, the show that brings you delicious tech news and all the hot takes you can handle with Tyler Gates, Russ Cantwell, and Aaron Bewley. How's it going, fellas? It's going good. good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's right, Bezos. What's up? What up? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what I heard when I put my headphones on this morning. No. Nope. <laughs> These two were talking That's about. That's not it. for public consumption. <laughs> no. <laughs> but hey, I need some trend analysis on uh, this show's listenership and downloads because it's getting crazy. We're about to go Is parabolic in, up in here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That was a big word. Was, that real. It's a real word. Huge. Huge. All right. Today in tech history. You know what I realized this morning? I'm a genius. I'm a genius. That's what you, that's that's the that's in the tech, tech history. history. Wow. <sighs> I'm Today, impressed. mark it down. May 14th. <laughs> no, I realized that that uh, this day in tech history goes back several years. I don't have to wait till they post the thing today. I can just go back to last year for May 14th and see it. It took a year of doing the show for you to figure that out. <laughs> Did you Actually, figure it out? Because we didn't say anything about it either. Actually, I just assumed Tyler it was an I ephemeral page. Tyler and I have been sitting on that information for a while. Yeah. We just uh, watching me suffer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay, fine. Here we go. Skylab was launched. The United States launches Skylab, its first manned space station. It is the last launch of the Saturn V rocket. Have you all seen the Saturn V rocket in Houston? At the Not in person. Houston, the space I went center. To Houston there. Oh, wait. Yeah. Ages ago. I lied. It is so huge. It's big. It's hard to even understand when you're standing there in front of it. Saturn V rocket is just a monster. Anyway, it was the largest payload ever launched into space at the time. And since then, bigger things, obviously, like the International Space Station. Skylab will fall back into Earth's atmosphere by July of 1979. It was initially put up on this day, May 14th, 1973. So it was up there for about six years or so. Pretty cool. cool. Pretty cool. Yep. I'm always amazed by uh, how much of that was accomplished with how little computing power. Like, they didn't even have the Nintendo Switch back then. You know how I mean? do you go to space without a Nintendo? That's kind right. of what I'm wondering. I mean, Why? Why do you go to space without a Nintendo? <laughs> that's, a, that's an even better question. <laughs> my Why kids would you? Were, <laughs> What's the my point? kids were playing with uh, one of the original Game Boys the other day. Nice. And they are like trying to figure out where the, the power was and how it functioned, how do you change games and all this kind of stuff. And I was explaining the cartridges and yeah, anyway, it was cool. It reminds me of back to the future where it's like, you have to use your hands. <laughs> this is lame. <laughs> oh man. Nice. All right, cool. What do you want to talk about today? Do you want to start with uh, the colonial pipeline? Do you want to talk about crypto news? What do you want to I talk vote about? technology news, tech news. Tech news. Okay. Mm. So Solid. colonial pipeline. They paid, so <laughs> Colonial Pipeline within, if you haven't heard about this yet, basically it was hacked. It's a real short story. It's a pipeline from Houston to New Jersey. Uh, within, I was trying to find the news specifically on this, but it was like within an hour or so of it being hacked. I got to find the exact time, but they ended up paying $5 million to this hacker group. Sounds about Wait a minute, right. wait a minute. You're telling me they paid within an hour? Oh, yeah. Yes, like very quickly. Very quickly. But the funny thing about it is that the hackers decrypting tool, it was so slow that they had oh, to awful. use their own backups of what they hacked. Oh, get out. Yes. That's hilarious. So so this isn't uncommon. Um, you know, I've I've run into this before. Uh corporations in particular paying up 
ponying up to to get it unencrypted. But the the thing that sucks, that really really sucks about paying ransomware actors for the data, other than the obvious, which is you're basically paying a terrorist, which is funding yeah. a terrorist organization and you're to, to unlock stuff. Well, yeah, because it's you're you're feeding them. Um, but the decryption tools suck, and they're also unreliable in the sense that corruption is common. So you pay them and you don't really know what you get back. Right? Like it sucks. Here it is. Guys, let's let's not bury the lead here. No enterprise, no organization makes a five million dollar decision in an hour. That means that they had a pre-planned contingency. Probably insurance. For, for whenever they were like, if we get hacked with crypto, what would we do in that situation? <laughs> and their first step is we will pay immediately. Like pay them. There's yeah, no you're, way you're right. That's entirely too fast. No yeah. way they did that. No, and I've it, never seen a business make a decision in an hour. Never. Not one. Wow. It says yeah. right here the company paid the hefty ransom in difficult to trace cryptocurrency within hours after the attack. Difficult to trace or impossible? <laughs> yeah, because well, what are we talking it's about impossible. here? I mean, this is not Bitcoin. Uh, that's out. <laughs> you, well, did you? I mean, I don't think we talked about it on the show, but you saw the IRS uh, was asking for help on being able to hack hardware wallets. Oh, did you see great. that? Yeah. Unshocked. The IRS. Where's 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 where are friends at Signal? I'm sure they have an opinion about that. I'm sure he's going to blast them at some point in time. Like, oh, by the way, IRS, here's all of your security issues, too. Right. Goodness. Uh, Once they received the payment, the hackers provided the operator with a decrypting tool to restore its disabled computer network. The tool was so slow that the company continued using its own backups to help restore the system. One of the people (sighs) with the company's efforts said... (laughs) Hey, good for them for having the backups in place to do that. But this whole thing is just... I'm going to say theft. It's a circus. Family circus. It is. It is. But uh, you know what's interesting is, and this this comes up a lot in these situations, is the question about whether or not it should even be legal for you to pay a ransomware actor for the keys to unlock your data, right? Because, you know, to Russ's point, they obviously had a contingency that said, if and when, pay up. And maybe there was a ceiling. Maybe there wasn't. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, I feel pretty strongly about it. No, I think you're right. That's a that's I'm, a really throw down a bill on this. That's that's a hot <laughs> take, but but the uh, the problem is if they have a contingency that says pay up, I bet a lot of other players do too, and they're going to continue to pay up, which is going to continue to proliferate the problem, unless somebody says if you pay up, there will be penalties that far exceed paying up. Now, now I want to know what the tiers are because most certainly they're like okay, so. Tier zero of paying within a couple of hours is up to five million. Mm-hmm. If they're going to go, if the ransomware ask is ten million, then we will take an additional four hours to deliberate on paying or figuring out if we can recover from it or whatever. Well, I gotta assume if they've got good backups that they've got their RPO sitting there, their recovery point timeline, right? And they say this is how much data we lost. So if they if they ask for twelve million, then we can take the four hour hit. This is even better now <laughs> because now we know that. In their business continuity spreadsheet that they have for planning, you know it's a there is a Excel, line, baby. Oh yeah, for sure. There is a line <laughs> item that says, "If hit by ransomware attack, here are the tiers associated and aligned right. with our that's, RPOs that's terrible. we have for backup." Look, is ETL locked you, up or is it dev? <laughs> I'm telling so here's you, an, the thing. So here's another one. 
this was two days ago. Uh, Washington, D.C. police allegedly offered $100,000 to hackers to stop a leak. These hackers, uh, I guess, pulled a bunch of personal data on the Washington, D.C. Oh, I heard about this. Police department. Yeah, they wanted $4 million. The police said, no, the best we can give you is 100K, which again, I mean, this is these are public funds, right? And it's also interesting, too, because the FBI uh, discourages paying the ransom. And here you Shocker. have a, yeah, a municipal police department right there in D.C. Uh, offering to pay. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, but, oh, man, and this is, I, my brain goes down like this terribly dark rabbit hole every time I hear about stuff like this because now you're seeing the, the real impact of all of these absurd security breaches that we talk about all the time. And it doesn't matter if it's a SolarWinds backdoor that gives them access, you know, to, to your databases, or it's, a, you know, a credit reporting leak of all of the personal information, because they all end up being vectors to the same stuff, which is access to the internal network. At the end of the day, that's that all of these breaches ultimately feed this kind of activity, which is making bank. So, there's no end in sight. So who, who wants to play a little fun game here of estimate the cost of ransomware attacks every year oh, from dude. 2018 to 2020? Across the all verticals and industries? Yeah. We'll say it's we'll getting do, worse. We'll do, we'll do per year. And just assume that there is a, a positive uh, Kager here. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I'm going to go with quarter trillion at this point 250 billion annually i'd go over that and, and it depends on how they tra- how they're tracking the cost right because if they if they're tracking some kind of yeah, corporate really and federal loss you know for downtime right. all right that one's that one's kind of okay to track uh, you track the ransomware payments i believe that's a tiny tiny percentage of it um but the the cost of lost ip uh, the cost of not really knowing Downtime. how yeah. extensive your breach is going to be the next time they just flip a switch, like that kind of stuff. I, I don't even know if you can wrap your head around it easily, but so I'm I'm sticking with my first guess for now. Yeah, so, which uh, which one is it? Is it just the the ransom demands, or so is we it, can uh, demands is tiny. I think that we can we can kind of correlate it both ways. So I believe the the overarching number they're giving us is is probably impact. Overall, it's got to so be cost of paid okay. and then cost of money lost, which is much lower than the number you guys gave, but it's still no. staggering. So it's for 2018, it was eight billion. Okay. For 2019, it's so much lower than I would expect billion. it to be. For 2020, it's 20 billion. So it's it's growing. All right. So uh, I'm off by an order of magnitude, but I'm not sure that I agree with that. In in because I'm taking into account what I think is as an example. You, you got a pipeline company that had a ransomware attack. And on the surface, that looks like, oh, you were encrypted and you paid a penalty. But how long was it there before they encrypted the data? And what else did they exfiltrate in the meantime? It might be nothing. I can't say with any certainty that it is something material. But if, if something was in this system and it was exfiltrating IP, then the opportunity for another attack that's more severe that maybe isn't just around ransoming an encryption attack is very expensive, right? And and not knowing is also there's a tangible cost associated with that. So I I think that that might be there. If I could work down the list more. 
there's the the average cost of ransomware per incident is on the rise. So what's interesting to me is <clears throat> is that this shows that there are a significant amount of smaller uh, ransomware incidents going on. So this is the cost of like what people paid per incident. In 2018, average cost was $4,300 per. Mm. So think about the number, $8 billion, average cost 43 Yeah, wow. So uh, 2019, 5900 2020, 8100 So those went up. But the what, average cost... $20 billion at 8100 at a time? Well, once again, there's more to work through here. The average cost of ransomware caused downtime per incident. So here's the cost of the downtime. This is where the number is much higher. 2018, 46,800. 2019, 141,000. And 2020, 283,000. So it's the actual downtime, the cost of the downtime is much more problematic, which as you can tell, my daughter loves She's uh, so cute. It's conversations ridiculous. on <laughs> ransomware. smile on her face. <laughs> Huge. So they're She's growing. Hand you something. Go grab, go grab that. I got something else here. That's uh, important. The Irish Health Service shuts down its IT system after a significant ransomware attack that is having a severe yeah. impact on health and social care services. Dude, and, okay. and what kills me about this is we've been talking about breaches for a while. Um, obviously, it's tech news. We, we get into it a lot. But in a week, we've seen some pretty massive systematic disruptions related to similar type activities, right? So the, the pipeline in the US, there, there's a dramatic in, or in, increase in demand for suddenly uh, uh, you know, unavailable gasoline. That pipeline is extremely important up the, the eastern um, coast of the US. Yeah, and, and there are downstream impacts. $7. Yeah, so, so prices just- have gone up. Yeah. Um, the supply supply is an issue, right? Um, there there are all kinds of uh, problems. Well, it's already back on. That. Yeah, of it's course. Back but, on, but, but 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 that blip was enough to of, cause yeah. a lot of problems, yeah. and and people panic too. I mean, shoot, right. look at toilet paper in March. But um, yeah, I mean, everything we do is just in time in this country. Like one hundred percent of everything we do is just in time. So anything that is disrupted for even a little bit is problematic i mean it just that causes ripples. reality y'all saw yeah. all the all the photos being posted of people filling um grocery sacks with gasoline and tupperware oh bins with gasoline how'd that was work a, out was, for him i wonder so many of those and then there's one i saw yesterday i must just hit retweet on but i don't know how it comes across to people that like aren't living in this stuff but there's a guy who had a flooded basement and he said, I'm halfway finished with filling my basement with gasoline. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Uh, it's awesome. But don't be dumb. And then there's people that are going up there and staging things. They would take like a laundry hamper that clearly has holes in it. And they're like bending over <laughs> to put gas in it. It's just, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Right? Just, I do yeah, love the ridiculous. internet. It's great. Yeah. So back to the Irish health service though, that, that already has, you know, in the in the article that I was reading about that, they talked specifically about all of the systems that are down or were down briefly, whether they're back up or not. And um, it had immediate downstream impacts to people's ability to get healthcare, right? Yeah. And that that's really damaging, right? And putting putting a price tag on some of that stuff is a mess too. Like if it's if it's affecting emergency medical services, I mean that could be loss of life. Um, so. Yeah, yeah, I don't I mean, know. Like says, I said, dark hole. Dublin's Rotunda Hospital has canceled outpatient visits. Um, Children's Health Ireland at Crumlin Hospital advised people there 
uh, where delays and all virtual online appointments had been canceled. It just, and it just, the list goes on. Yeah, no, it's really ugly. Um, and, and curiously, right. To, to, I guess <laughs> this is a, I feel like it's a step in the right direction, but um, other news was that uh, President Biden in the U.S. signed a security-centric executive order yesterday um, that was designed or, or kind of centered around increasing the requirements for security for um, at least state um, contractors. So the, apparently there's, they're working towards a bit of a star system so that there's uh, some sort of community. Well, I say community. I, I imagine it's, it's across uh, the public sector, but rating of the security um, reliability or, or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, anyways, a, a supplier, like a star rating to sort of say, yes, this is secure or not. So, um, and, and then there were, other pieces of it. Let's see what else requires IT providers that contract with the government to meet higher security requirements, arguably a good thing, question mark on what all of those things are. But a couple of things, and, and this is where I feel like it's a step in the right direction because it says, hey, emphasis here, we care, we're, we're trying to do something. But I was really concerned that one of the things or two of the things that were in there were you now have to use two-factor authentication and all your stuff needs to be encrypted. And, and I kind of had a you know head exploding moment there because why is that not already in place? Yeah. We didn't need an executive order yesterday to have two-factor authentication and data at rest or data in flight encryption as a requirement yeah. for federal entities. Like, get out. <laughs> didn't Google just say they're going to start forcing 2FA? They did, yeah. They're they're not they're not asking. Default, it's not opt in. Yes, yeah. It's a default. I did maybe maybe you like can that. disable it, but I guess it's a default now. Is mm -hmm. two factor authentication? But let's hope that you also start uh, requiring you to use like an actual authenticator, and, <laughs> and not you know a text message, yeah. like like <clears throat> every banking in the United States they, <laughs> yeah. for whatever reason. Bank of America and Chase and all of these massive banks that have huge technology departments are just like, ah, it's text messages. Ah, do do y'all no use deal. Google Authenticator? I used to. I do. Okay. That's what I'm that's what I'm I use Authy. Although I don't know if I should say that publicly. Uh, that. Maybe I'm making it easier for someone to um all right. So the Irish publicly supported policy of refusing to invest in national defenses, including investment in defense forces, cyber capabilities. Has contributed here, says uh, some person on Twitter. Everything's political. Yeah. I will just go say that we have a huge problem, and I don't care what side of the aisle you're on, or if you've got hundreds of aisles, depending on how your your government works. Um, this should be top of mind for everybody. And unfortunately, and we talked about this a lot, right? We we would hope that banks and hospitals and health services and, and contractors that work with federal governments and stuff like that, that have access to critical services or lots and lots of personal information that could easily be turned into, you know, identity theft would hold themselves to an extremely high standard when it comes to security. But it's so expensive to do so that if an entity isn't telling you you have to, chances are plenty of them don't. And that's, I'm not trying to be disingenuous here. It's just being at the top of the security pile is not inexpensive in a very devastating way to bottom lines. A lot of people see it as cost. You don't necessarily get to make money. So it is just a cost center. So leaving it to sort of free market ec uh, economics to, 
to get people to make the investment that's necessary to protect what they have is unrealistic in in my opinion. So even if you're sort of against regulatory bodies steering people down the right path, unfortunately, the the recourse isn't there, right? Well, I mean, if you're not going to do it, then someone's going to have to steer you. <laughs> sort of what yeah. it comes to. But but a lot of people, I think, will make the argument, uh, and, and I, I feel like one of the most salient examples here was the the breach that um, was Equifax had in the United States last year or two years ago now. Gosh, um, it where something like 200 million uh, people's worth of basically every possible identifying characteristic data point is like your bank accounts, your loans, your credit cards, your your address, your address history, the cars you've owned, like everything, because that's the way that our credit reporting agencies collect. That was breached. And what ultimately happened was a slap on the wrist. And there is no real way for the public to push back against that, right? We don't have a choice when it comes to that agency in particular. Like, and this is a private company, by the way. This is not a federal agency. Sorry about the way I said that. Um, but but that means that there there's no like, well, if they're going to be that brazenly poor in their ability to protect our data, I'll stop using them. You can't do that. They still have all the access. And right. that means that Unless someone forces their hand, they're not going to change their behavior because there is no market economical way of just steering them in the right direction. So you either regulate that or you just deal with the fact that they have all of their all of your eggs in their baskets and their baskets are just sitting out for, you know, foxes or snakes, whatever you eat eggs these days. Nice. I eat eggs. <laughs> I think there's a fox in the hen houses. There, yeah. I, it's just, I might have crossed some lines <laughs> all right. there. What else we got? What else do you want to talk about? Hey, uh, uh, Google lost some money. They lost of. some money. Okay. Well, they got fined. They got fined oh. like fifteen dollars by their money. Fifteen. Exactly. <laughs> it was. It was one hundred twenty-three million. It was. They, they they probably were able to pay it faster than the the five million that the Colonial Pipeline paid. Probably. They just got that. They're that, like one hundred twenty-three million. Let me see. Is it is first it line management like, approval? That's a, that's an expense account. Yeah, that's that's going on a P card. Right there. Oh hey, Steve, you're in uh, you're in Italy. You pay it. <laughs> so apparently <laughs> they were fined uh, 123 million dollars uh, for abusing Android Auto's dominance, in particular around a conversation that was actually going on. I want to say yesterday or the day before, sometime during this week, uh, between Paul, myself, a few yes. other uh, EV enthusiasts yeah, out there for uh, charging or excluding an EV charging app from Android mm-hmm. Auto saying that they were favoring their own Google Maps for mm-hmm. Android Auto. So that was uh, that's what they what were hit map. What EV charging map? Well, oh, let's see if we can because it's if it's like super obscure, here. I would well, say well, no, yeah, it's, maybe it's European. It's so called it's super obscure juice, to us. Juice Pass. Juice Pass. Okay. Huh. Yeah, this and is... I have I have no idea how obscure that is because I you know, we need Paul here probably for that to yeah. let us know. It's not it's, rated it's a, well. It's an app by NLX. E N E L X. Yeah, so they're obviously killing it. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking at all the reviews right now, and the first like five of them are one star reviews. Like they're bad. And, it's bad. And Google maybe is Google these... was doing everyone a favor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Google has to pay 123 million dollars to these individuals. 
yeah. Well, I, well, I it's actually it's unclear if they're being paid to them or like, if it's being paid from a regular. It has never crossed my mind to say, "Oh, nobody's doing something for me. I'm going to go and file a lawsuit for hundreds of millions of dollars." Well, it was probably more coherent than that, right? They they probably released an app and said, hey, we want to integrate this into Android Auto, but it has features that compete with Google Maps. Why won't you let us in? And Google said, because you suck. And they said, oh, you mean it's because you already do this in Google Maps? And and I'm sure Google tried to say, no, that's not. Why Is the company doing that? Is the company that got declined suing Google or individuals? No, it's a, this is a fine. Company. This is a regulatory it, fine. It, it's Italy a, it's is fine. Antitrust. Them. Oh, yes. Italy is fine. For okay. anti-competitive yes, stuff. Mm-hmm. The platform holder is okay. favoring the platform's own apps I over you. having an equal playing field. So I hear you now. This uh, is the, I mean, we see Apple this stuff all the time. The, the fact that it's a garbage app is irrelevant. Um, the, the problem is that it competes with Google's platform app and Google one way or another, because the article I read was not terribly long or detailed one way or another made it difficult or impossible for them to integrate into Android auto. And therefore it was anti-competitive practice and they're getting a regulatory fine as a result. Hmm. In other news, uh, there is a uh, writer at the verge, James Vincent, that unmasked the Alexa voice. Do you want to know oh, who it I is? saw that. Yeah, I, I I don't recall who it was. So Amazon, yeah, Amazon refused to say. And when he found her, so I guess he canvassed all the professional voiceover community. That's sites. awesome. Hers does not mention involvement, but it's obviously unmistakable. He reached out to her. She said, "I can't comment." She asked awesome. Amazon. They're not going to say anything. But it's hilarious that somebody went and canvassed all the professional voiceover communities to find her. But uh, here's she has a number of ads up. Uh, but it's unmistakable. Here, check it out. Technology was supposed to make things simpler. Ah! Your interests connect you to other people. And the internet was supposed to make building these relationships That's her, right? easier. But when sure sounds online, like it. It's Think not so. like real life. We get emails and messages and babies and cats and pictures of babies. Ads for things. <laughs> anyway, there's a number of I never, I never even before. thought about. No, did not consider that. Or... Yeah, me either. I didn't it changes my life very little. <laughs> <laughs> her name is uh, Nina Roll. N-I-N-A and last name is R-O-L-L-E. You say that role? Is that right? I don't know. Role. Why don't you dox her and give her a phone call? Hey, I was just wondering. <laughs> um, I wanted to pronounce your name on the podcast. Is this invasive at all? No. Is that what, um, it, is that what it sounds like? Like I'm doxing her? No, it's just in the news. All right. Leave her alone. Y'all don't bother her. No, I'm just, like, it's, it's interesting I'm that playing. somebody it is interesting. Somebody is the voice that everyone talks to every day and she can't, this, this is where my brain went. She can't talk about it. She can't admit that it's that her. is That is really interesting that she can't yeah. talk about being the, you know, sort of. She the, can't even put that on her resume. I know. Right? That's yeah, the, she can't. She's not allowed to say it. I, I bet she gets like 0% royalty too. Even she respond though, by saying, I'm not allowed to talk to you. That's awesome. Which is gives it, away. Can, it sort of confirms it. <laughs> Which right gives there. it away. So here's anyway, the question. I, go to, to go back to a topic we were talking about earlier, I thought to myself, <laughs> a topic I, I that struggle, people care about. I, well, not necessarily. <laughs> I struggle with uh, the lack of convenience of charging electric vehicles, as is shown by my Twitter account. Uh, On that. I talked about before. Yeah. But I did think it was an interesting use case that as more and more colonial pipelines get hacked, we don't have gases. <laughs> gases is in places so i was like what if i just buy one of these little electric go-kart thingies like a tesla model 3 and put it in the back of my truck 
And I just have it just sitting in my truck ready for whenever we don't Smart. have gas anymore. And I just pick it up and I put it down and I drive that. That makes a lot of sense. I think that's a really good good use case. I think it's a better idea to get yourself on the wait list for a Tesla truck, tri-motor, obviously. No, I ain't touching that thing. And then you get a 60-kilowatt generator, put it on a trailer, and fill it with gasoline if you need to, and just have it charge on the highway while you're driving down the street. I Here's what I think about that. (laughs) I think I hate it. Because the Tesla truck... It's good though. Offends me. I no, I hate right. it so much. Aesthetically, or or another way. I've decided that in all ways, even the ways okay. that I don't know or understand. Here's a list. I hate right, here's it. the thing. I've made a list of all everyone that said that they hate it. So whenever I get one, no. I want to be at the top. I want to be at the top of that. <laughs> you want to be the top top spot. Yeah. I, I don't hate one. the truck. I just hate the way it looks. Like. If I could put a bag on it, I'd happily drive it around. As a I'm just kidding. I don't actually care what my car looks like. As a loyal truck <laughs> owner and driver, it it offends me that we're even going to make a truck that looks like that. Right? I, I imagine right. in my head. I'll use all other trucks. We're at we're, we're at the park. We're shooting hoops. And I met you there. You fall, you break your leg. And you need some medical assistance. No, he you would crawl to the anywhere. hospital don't, before he got in don't there. Don't you put me in that truck. And you're like, no. do you not ask, put me in that ugly truck. <laughs> you ask one of the other people on the court if they can put me in their F1. No, it was 1v1. It was 1v1. It's just you and me. Bro, There's if nobody it's 1v1, else you guys you're the mid? one breaking your leg. All right? I'm just going to be there eating popcorn watching. Wait, I don't eat popcorn. But he rode his bicycle there, so he can't carry you. See, it all has to be part of the word problem. Where Call he points at the truck an and he Uber says, do not put me in that, in that see, metal trash can. See, I will gladly ride in it because I don't actually care that much about how my vehicle looks. But I'm not paying a premium for an ugly truck. Yeah. It's just like your opinion, man. Okay. Yeah, it's yes, just like your absolutely. opinion. Like, it's right, like what, you guys remember the the Aztec. Here. I forget who made the Aztec. Was yes. it Mazda or something. The um, Pontiac, so that right. That car was super ugly and gross. Um, it was pretty awesome though. On the inside, it was super spacious. It was just a really ugly hatchback. It got good yeah. gas mileage. It had like uh, power outlets in the back. It was made for tailgating. You could spray the inside out with a hose, like you can with like the Honda Element and stuff like that. But you know, you know what the best part of the Honda or that that Aztec was. It was ugly. It was cheap because it was so ugly. Nobody wanted. <laughs> yeah. My dad almost bought one and I'm kind of sad he didn't. But oh, it has a successor. Was, the Pontiac Torrent. What? I did not that expect legal? that to still 2006 be around. to 2009. It looks less. Can terrible. you download it? It looks because <laughs> I've always wanted to download a Got car. Different, <laughs> torrent can be used in a number of different ways, man. OK, <laughs> there's only one way that matters. That's right. Tech news podcast, man. I have tech news. Hit us. This is super important to humanity. We're falling apart on Friday. App downloads drop 30%. No. Amid TikTok. iOS. Amid what? Privacy concerns. TikTok. Privacy. Privacy concerns. Okay. So Facebook, I think, is out of business. No, they're not. Oh, no, that's not what it says. Let's check my holdings. Hey, lift your mic up. You're doing just fine. It feels like you're getting quieter. What? Lift your mic up a little bit or something. I'm not getting quieter. quieter. It's Tyler yelling. Okay. (laughs) No, that's not true. But I am excited. I'm actually. And I do yell when I get excited. Okay. Uh, Yeah. So it's down 30%. Tyler, shut your mouth. Stop it. Thanks. Whoa. 
I'm trying to explain that Facebook is done. All right. <laughs> and whatever Trump's new blog Twitter thing is, is taking over. That's the reason. Or it's, that what a blog? Or it's, it's privacy a... concerns in TikTok. Did you not hear about that? Mm-hmm. No, I, well, I mean, I did, but I don't blog, care. Like in the format of Twitter or something. I haven't seen it. I just I've heard it. Yeah. I've heard it on other podcasts. But yeah, it's like a, it's like a blog that allows him to write longer tweets and you can go like it, but there's no registration of users. So you have no idea like who's liking it. You just see like, here's, you know, a hundred likes or, or whatever. Sure. On, and on the, the code way. is managed by him and every tweet blog says 4.12 million likes. That's right. Uh, Got it. There's definitely uh, Trump blog bots out there that are start driving some stuff up. So yeah, he didn't quite make his own social network the same way that uh, I think people, people thought he was going to. But nonetheless, he's probably not affecting Facebook now that I think about it. But no. TikTok most certainly is, as are uh, mm. the ATT privacy stuff. But that's Facebook lost 30% of downloads in a week. So I don't know if people download Facebook regularly every single week or yeah. how that Let's works. That. But, yeah, that confused yeah. me when you said that because it's like how many people left are there to download Facebook and has it been trending up and then suddenly it dropped 30% or... Well, it's an interesting thing. So if we look at uh, app analytics by app figures, which looks like this is... Okay, it's showing. it's actually showing both Google Play and the Apple App Store. So it shows the top 10 apps just downloaded in a week. And... I mean, these apps are all just incredibly normal, popular apps. So clearly, apps are being downloaded consistently every week. Like TikTok is the number one. Instagram's number two. WhatsApp is number three. Facebook, number four. Zoom. We've heard of Zoom. We've, we've used it before. Telegram, Snapchat, Messenger, Google Meet, and then one I've never heard of, CapCut. So there's one on there that I've never heard of. But the rest of them are all just ones that you would sort of assume... If people have their phones, they probably already have most of these on there, at least the people who use those apps. So maybe there's just tracking it for new phones. I don't know. But there's a lot of them that happen every single week. So that's what we got. That's cool. All right. I wonder if they count updates in that, too. And I would just like to point out that while I was totally not talking or making any noise at all, your volume went back to an appropriate level. You should probably have that looked at. Nope. <laughs> I'm going to do audio leveling after the show, like I always do, so the listeners won't hear that. But it was funny because it just suddenly got really a lot louder. Okay. Uh, what about Binance? Do we want to talk about that or no? Oh, yeah. Talk about it. Okay. The uh, Bloomberg title here Binance is under investigation by the DOJ, Department of Justice, what that stands for, and IRS, Internal Revenue Service. These are uh, US um, entities. Officially, oh, sorry, officials involved include those who probe money laundering and tax offenses. And so here's a tweet. When did the USA government dictate how crypto should be operated or managed in other countries? China banned Bitcoin uh-huh. in 2017 when it was 3000 US dollars. Now it's 48,000. The USA government can try to attack crypto, but the crypto community will fight back. You cannot stop us. Says Welcome to decentralization. Mustache Tommy. But let's be honest, if the United States and other countries made Bitcoin illegal, it would dampen its. Yeah, let's not let's not pester the United States government. No, I I get your revolutionary ideals and stuffs and you want to feel powerful, but that just seems silly to me. It does. Like, I, I get the point and I understand that's that's sort of 
part of the premise of digital currencies and decentralization in general, right? Like DeFi is a big deal. And I think some people really get wrapped up in it. But if DeFi ultimately posed a threat to, you know, the EU, to Great Britain, to the United States financial systems, they, they would crack down on it. And yes, it would survive, but it would be completely irrelevant, in my opinion, right? Like, it would be devastating to the cryptocurrency community for governments across the world to simultaneously just say, nope, we're done with this, right? Yeah, and typically support raises the the cost of things, not not lack of support. So if, if you're really an advocate for this and you want to see the value of it go up, you should be yeah. you should be advocating for more support from pretty much yeah. all people or entities. Uh, just in yeah, general. for sure, I completely yep. agree. Making it more normal. Um. All right. Any more comments on that? Anything else? U.S. concerns. Dude, what happened to Disney? Why is Disney down five percent today? I don't oh, know. They missed their number. There's got to be news. They just no, missed they their missed number. Their, uh, they missed their streaming um, uh, new subscriber number. They were Burn. something about trying to get another 109 million, but it said they only picked up another 103 million or something. 108.9 million. Yeah, I mean they missed it. They're I love small, the way that we value these these companies and services now. Yeah. It's it's all YOLO garbage. It's crazy. I mean, some a lot of these publicly traded companies get held to very high standards, and if they Cheating. if they beat the standard then they're allowed to keep the stock price the same. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you can overachieve and overachieve and overachieve. And we saw this at Dell for the longest time, overachieving, overachieving stock price, just staying at like 20 bucks or 30 bucks or whatever. Right. And then all of a sudden there's all this other news and everyone's like, Oh, there's actually some value here. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> my, my favorite part about some of the earnings reports that I see, or not, not even actually they're not earnings reports. There'll be reports on the earnings reports from various analysts. And they'll be like, yeah, I'm downgrading them because they didn't hit my estimations. And so it's just a funny thing to me where it's like they didn't meet your standards. Right. But they they beat all of their own that they set, which was based off of something that they track very very carefully internally, which I can I can guarantee. <laughs> and it is just funny that they actually beat their own goals they set for their own business to ensure right. that it's thriving, but they didn't hit this random Joe Bob analyst. Right. So he's like, I'm downgrading you because you you missed it. You missed it by 15 users out of that 108 million I was expecting. Oh so it's, my just, gosh. it's just hilarious. Yeah, and man, I I should just I should go back to school and just get a finance degree because I think I would really enjoy just what? being a no YouTube chasing this stuff. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's go back it. to school, Let's do that. get a YouTube get a degree. degree. But like, no, it's just can all the data, everything you can learn. You can go get online. Right. Oh, just, this, you is, need a this is a paper? topic that we need to ex, you know, explore much further. Cool. Sounds to me like Bewley doesn't value education anymore. No, I do value education. I'm just saying, you know, maybe you don't need to go get a piece of paper that you paid a lot of money for. It, what do you want is, to learn about no, finance? No, no. It Man, is nobody nobody goes my, back to school unless somebody else is paying for it. The person, okay. the person who I, cut my someone else cut my hair yesterday made that same thing. She was like, yeah, I'm not going to school because I can learn it all on YouTube. And I'm like, how do you put that on a resume? Do you put... You put the. Uh, I watched a lot of YouTube on resume over <laughs> yes. the topic that your Bro. company covers. <laughs> I have a four and a half year YouTube degree. <laughs> That's what's the one, half a year from, longer than people go to from, school. That's what's from up. YTU. Jeez, YTU. I, I, That's gonna man, be a thing now. Look, you, I value my degrees baby. because I'm glad no, I'm that joking. I learned how to learn getting them. But 
I am not going to pretend for a second like I would have been able to successfully go get a physics degree worth of physics yeah. off of the internet. I know. I'm it joking. wouldn't have happened. <laughs> no, no, no. So I think some people actually feel that way. Everything um, I say here is uh, a joke, by the way. Just, <laughs> just in case anyone was listening. We just sort of assume everything that you say is a joke. That's what Ooh, oh, then, then, got him. <laughs> you're spot on. <laughs> oh, wait. Did you hear about the New Hampshire man? He agrees. Did you no, I didn't hear about man. Man. Is this like Florida is man? Is there a new one? Yeah. He he loses his entire life savings on a carnival game. So we can Worth tie this it? into crypto a little bit. Well, but, hold on. Uh, wait a minute. Do we have a, a dollar figure here? $2,600. Okay. Uh, $2,600. So, uh, no comment. <laughs> well, he did actually, he walked away with a giant banana that is slightly taller than him um, wearing, or that's got dreadlocks. Well, how much oh, is it wait, worth? Wait, 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 wait. So worth? he won. I, I need to share my $2,600. I clearly need to share my And a news story. <laughs> <laughs> New Hampshire man loses life savings on a carnival game. You're expecting the kids to win a few things. Let the kids have a good time, he said. It just didn't turn out that way. Anyway, uh, he wanted to win an Xbox Connect at a game called Tubs of What? What? Hold on. Stop. I have one. I'll mail it to you. This is so this is old. This is old technology. So when was this article right written? Now. He dropped did this just happened. No. He dropped three hundred dollars. Uh-uh. No, sir. He kept he kept going uh double or nothing. He dropped three hundred dollars in just a few minutes. Then he says he went home to get twenty three hundred dollars more, which was everything else he had, and soon no. lost all of that. And then he Because he wanted head. technology that isn't supported anymore. That he could have bought for twenty bucks. Just, just to be clear though, he didn't lose twenty six hundred dollars. He won a banana thing. This is true. Yep, a Rastafarian that's, that's banana that's fair, taller than fair him. trade, fair trade value. Bucks. We don't, we don't know if he's a Rastafarian. He just it says fancy hat. website buys man's Rasta banana. Oh, okay, then I, I stand corrected. <laughs> I don't know. So, so, so somebody bought, did he NFT it first? He should have NFT it first. <laughs> I'm just reading the news here, man. Uh, he says you just get caught up in the whole. I've got to win my money back. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, and now, now he swears that it's broke rigged. Me. Yeah, someone says, shut the show down. Game. I'm hurt on the inside now. <laughs> uh, Henry says he went back the next day to complain, and the man running the game gave him back six hundred dollars. Oh wow! Okay, kept See? the two grand though. He got a banana and six hundred dollars. This is ridiculous. Split with the banana and the cash, and filed a report with the Manchester Police Department. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, they wow. sold the banana. This guy, says, this says guy's the department a, a is hero. Investigating to determine if there was any fraud. <laughs> no, oh my gosh! There was a dude who wanted to win back his money, and he left to go get twenty three hundred more bucks. Aren't all carny games fraud? But it's not fraud because we all know it. And now he's considering a lawsuit. For once in my life, I happen. Wow! <laughs> I happen to become that sucker. It was foolish for putting up my life savings. So he's going to say that right after he's considering a lawsuit. Yeah. Okay. I'm done with this article. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm, I'm sad you for everything about that, but I'm glad you brought that up. I feel bad for the police. Like, what do you, what do you do? You know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought you'd enjoy that one. Okay. Man, I don't have no. anything else unless you want to nope. tie that to lessons on crypto. You know, nope. if you lose, I don't money, want to. You shouldn't be There's... betting money that you don't have. It's gambling. And, and realize it's gambling. Yes. Thank you. Anything else you want to say on that, <laughs> sir? This is a casino. Have fun out there. Enjoy yourselves because 
that brings another Tech Breakfast podcast to a close. We had a blast. We hope you enjoyed it as well. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for supporting us. Thanks for engaging us on Twitter and any other platform that you are able to get a hold of us. I feel like Aaron's on all of them, so that should be broad. Uh, unless us is is has to be more than just Aaron. Anyways, you guys are awesome. And uh, have a fantastic weekend. Enjoy the rest of your Friday. We'll talk to you next week. Later. Booyah, Grandma.